0: Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Uh, Reading once again from Truth for Life by Alistair Begg, one of my favorite Bible teachers and uh, pastor up in Cleveland, Ohio. And this uh, particular daily devotional is one that I just love to read from. And uh, if you don't have a copy of that, I want to highly recommend you get one. Uh, He walks through a number of different passages, including uh, the selection I've chosen for today uh, is uh, from Matthew chapter 19. We are studying the gospel according to Matthew at the Village Chapel currently in this season that I'm uh, recording some of these videos. And uh, all of that's available, of course, on our website, thevillagechapel.com. In addition to other Bible book studies that you can access if you would like. Um, uh, Matthew 19, this passage that uh, Pastor Alistair Bigg, he has entitled it, Searching for Assurance. And I think it's a great title, uh, as I've read through uh, this this morning. Uh, He quotes from verse 16 and then verses 21 and 22 of Matthew 19. Behold, a man came up to him, that is, a man comes up to Jesus, saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. And uh, you're probably familiar, a lot of you, with that particular passage and uh, what went on there. Uh, Let's see what Pastor Alistair Begg has to say. Observing religious rules and regulations in an attempt to gain acceptance into heaven doesn't produce a sense of peace and security or assurance of forgiveness nor does it gain us eternal life. And I've talked with so many people over the years, uh, being a pastor, um, who they're looking for reassurance or some kind of assurance um, that they're saved. They are struggling with that. And um, sometimes it's because um, they just don't know what the Scripture teaches about it. Sometimes it's because they have a overwhelming sense of guilt for some kind of... Uh, sin, a besetting sin that has got a grip on them and and they haven't uh, figured a, uh, a way to resist it or to flee from it, uh, the temptation to it. And um, and so we, we find ourselves over and over in need, over and over again, in need of uh, uh, reassurance from the Holy Spirit and from the scriptures. And uh, evidently, this person, quite religious, had followed quite a number of the rules and yet still found himself Uh, coming to Jesus and asking this question. Um, Pastor Begg says, it was a lack of assurance of forgiveness that drove this young man to approach Jesus and boldly ask his question. He was rich. Luke adds the detail that he was a ruler, powerful and influential. And that, of course, you can find that account if you'd like to read that in Luke chapter 18. The kind of person the world looks up to and considers blessed, Not only that, but this man was serious about keeping God's commands. Verse 20 here in Matthew 19 tells us that we're supposed to look at him and think if anyone would make it to eternal life, surely it is this man. And you can probably think of somebody like that yourself, that you would think, oh, Goodness gracious, that person is so good, so kind, always godly, always uh, saying the right thing, uh, doing the right thing, that sort of thing, never making any kind of wrong moral choices, never addicted to something, never uh, chronically falling to some temptation. And your view of them is that they are just, you know, one really holy person. And uh, and so uh, while we can we can all probably think of somebody like that, Matthew presents us with somebody like that from the first century that most people would have thought would have been uh, uh, holy and would have if somebody could earn eternal life, surely it's this person, you know. So Pastor Alistair so good and just so wise, he says, So this man probably expected Jesus to pat him on the back for his extensive rule following and assure him of his heavenly reward. But instead, Jesus gently pointed out that he had not kept God's law perfectly. Indeed, the young man had broken the very first commandment. Instead of loving God with all his heart, soul, strength, and mind, he had worshipped his wealth, as was evidenced by the fact that he went away, we're told in the passage, went away from Jesus when asked to choose between his master and his money. Jesus showed this man that God's commandments are not a ladder we climb to reach his acceptance, but a mirror revealing our true spiritual condition. That's so good. I got to read that again. That's a great comparison, right? Jesus showed this man that God's commandments are not a ladder we must climb to reach his acceptance, but a mirror revealing our true spiritual condition. At his core, Pastor Begg goes on to say, the rich young ruler had a heart problem, and that's our problem too. The Bible says we are at odds and born at odds with God, and we are unable to put ourselves in right relationship with God. We have not loved God with our whole heart. We have loved other things more than we've loved God. The young ruler's inability to obey God's laws and to love God as he should have is our inability as well. No one has, no one can, and no one will ever love God and keep his commands perfectly except for Jesus himself. But this is actually good news. Salvation does not depend on us and what we do, rather peace, security, forgiveness and right standing before God come when we cast ourselves on his mercy. When we accept his offer of salvation as a free gift that we cannot that that cannot be earned or bought. And when we bow down in humility and gratitude before the provision that Jesus made by his atoning death on the cross. This man did not have to walk away in sadness from his encounter with Jesus. He could have given up his pride and his self-sufficiency. He could have known the joy of placing Jesus first rather than the nagging sorrow of trusting to his own goodness and clinging to his wealth. Mm. Self-reliance will always prove futile and induce anxiety for us, no less than for him. Let me read that sentence again. That's very good. Self-reliance will always prove futile and induce anxiety for us, no less than it did for him. But if we will go before our Savior in childlike faith and trust, we can experience true peace and the assurance of eternal life. So enthrone Jesus in your heart and be prepared to place all that you are and have in his service. Come to Jesus with empty hands and know the joy and life that he gives. That from um, Pastor Alistair Begg in his book called Truth for Life. It's a daily devotional, uh, 365 daily readings. And uh, this one based on Matthew chapter 19 verses uh, 16 through 30. Highly recommend this uh, reader to you. Let's pray today. Lord, thank you as uh, we close out this devotion that you have brought salvation to us as a gift. And you've offered it to each and every person within hearing of my voice. Uh, Anybody, no matter what they're doing, driving to work, sitting over a cup of coffee in their kitchen, Um, no matter what's gone before them uh, yesterday or the night, uh, last night, no matter what we've done, no matter what we've left undone, your grace is enough. Your Grace is on offer to each and every one of us. Now, Lord, I pray that you would grant us the faith that leads to repentance, that we would put King Jesus first in our lives. And Lord, that as we walk with you, that there'd be a greater awareness that you are walking with us and that, Lord, you would grant us a clearer vision of your truth, a greater faith in your power, And a more confident assurance of your love for us, as we just read about here in Matthew 19. Pray this in Jesus' name, our beautiful, wonderful, majestic Redeemer. Amen and amen. Have a great day. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagi.